Well, coming up in about an hour's time, we are going to be having a chat with Attorney General David Eby. Now, it's been a good news, bad news kind of situation for him. For more on that, we're joined now by the Vancouver Sun's Vaughn Palmer. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. And just to be contrary, why don't we start with the good news? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I always do start with the bad news. You're right. Let's start with the good news. Me too. What is it? (laughs) Well, so as housing minister, and Eby is two very important jobs in this government. He's attorney general. He's also housing minister. And he's been saying since he became housing minister in late 2020, when they shuffled the cabinet, um, that the overwhelming problem with housing affordability in British Columbia is supply. We need more supply. And he has also been quite aggressive in targeting local councils for not approving projects quickly, not expediting approvals, holding things up. We have two results this week that I suggest indicates his message is getting through. And the first one is that big tower in Vancouver, 39-story multi-use tower, 223 units of rental housing, the first building in the proposed second downtown for Vancouver, because it's at Broadway and Granville. A lot of criticism. The building is too tall. It shadows, uh, spoils the character of the neighborhood. But all of that was swept aside at Vancouver City Council yesterday. They approved a rezoning. And it wasn't even close. Nine to two. I don't know whether Vancouver City Council has ever agreed. Not this council. <laughs> that one-sided. It's a, it's a really surprising and very encouraging decision, I think, for what EB's talking about. He endorsed the project, which is rare enough itself. We talked about that this week. So that's a big boost for EB. Uh, the, the, the tower will be over a transit station on the new Broadway extension. And also... We have approval announced yesterday by the B.C. government and the B.C. General Employees Union, B.C.G.E.U., their project in Burnaby was approved by Burnaby Council. So this is a similar project in a way, almost 300 units, a lot of rental, uh, non-market rentals, and again, right next to a SkyTrain station, the Royal Oak Station. So Burnaby Council approved that one. So you've had... As I say, this this may be the wave of the future in housing projects, but to get two high-profile developments like that approved in a matter of days is big news, and I think EB is entitled to take a victory lap. Okay, so for that one, he got the win. Now, let's talk about the other side of this, the bad news, and this has to do with the other hat that he wears being the Attorney General. Yeah, so 13 um, local mayors have sent a letter to... Uh, the Attorney General and the Solicitor General. It was the Liberals got their hands on it and released it yesterday, and it was all question period on it. And this letter documents what we've been hearing by anecdote for some time, which is a huge number of repeat offenders yes. are committing most of the uh, offenses in local communities. And it, it's not just Vancouver and the downtown east side and, you know, the same trouble area in Victoria, this is all over British Columbia. And the numbers are, you know, you've had them on your news. Janet Brown reported them all yesterday. Some of this is really shocking. These are people who commit dozens of offenses, in some cases several hundred offenses, and they're released. And sometimes they go back out and commit the same offense on the same day. 
I know, and that is so frustrating. So we're going we're gonna to actually talk to David Eby about this later. But I mean, when you have all the mayors calling for help on this, what could he what could he do? Well, you know, on the help side, he says he's helping. He says he's met with a lot of the mayors. He's not brushing aside their concerns. These are real concerns. I think the most interesting part of his explanation is where he highlights a couple of changes that I don't think got an awful lot of attention. So one of them is he says that a federal justice bill, C-75, passed back when Jody Wilson-Raybould was Attorney General of Canada and Justice Minister, changed the rules around how you handle repeat offenders and bail conditions. And he says a court decision did the same thing. And he says the combined effect of those two things ties the hands of prosecutors. So essentially he's saying don't blame provincial authorities because they are bound by this new federal law and by this court decision. I went back through our files and reporting, and, you know, that particularly with Bill C-75, it was all about selection of juries and terrorists. There, there was very little discussion of the significance of this change. But it's clear, listening to EB, that it has meant a major change that effectively ties the hands of prosecutors in locking people up. Okay, um, so what are they going to do about that then? Well, that, you know, so on that, he says, well, you know, recognize that many of these people have mental health issues or they're drug addicts, and locking them up doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense anyway, and that's why we get to this new model, complex care for them. Uh, the government has announced some of it around the province. I expect EB will give you more detail about it this morning, but... It's a, it's a change of modeling, and he says, look, uh, he understands the, the lock em up frustration, but number one, they can't do it anymore as easily as they used to be able to do it, and two, locking people up who basically have mental health issues doesn't solve the problem. It simply means that when you do find it at them out, they just go back to doing whatever they were doing before. So it's one of those problems that is resisting easy solutions. Um, it was clear yesterday in the House, Evie's trying to come back with statistics to say it's not as bad as the mayors made out. But I think the liberals are onto an issue here. I don't think the public is going to have much patience with the explanation, even though the attorney may be right that it's actually Ottawa that changed the law, and we didn't really notice the significance of it until these repeat offenders started running amok in BC communities. It is interesting to note, though, Vaughn, like that's the second time this week we've talked about issues in the legislature that are that are gaining traction. Yeah. And I, I guess you could say the tide has now turned now. The honeymoon is definitely over for the government. I agree. And I notice in terms of news and reporting uh, that uh, BC1, Global's BC1, has started to broadcast question period. And you're seeing, uh, you know, uh, my colleagues, Baldry and Zussman, uh, doing a chat in the afternoon on what came up. So, you know, one of the 
question period is a forum for opposition to and criticism of the government. I mean, it's always been that. But during the pandemic, a lot of that stuff got lost because the pandemic was the dominant news story of our times. And even if something came up, it would get brushed aside in a few days. So, yeah, I think there's a significant change here. And it is going to cause problems for the government because we've had family doctors issue come up, waiting line issues for clinics. These are real issues. And the repeat offenders issue, and those are issues the government is going to struggle to deal with because they can't entirely be blamed on the previous government. And two, they resist easy solutions. You can't just solve them by talking. Right. And a lot of time, the last couple of years, was taken up with pandemic issues. So now it does it does feel like these are issues that there is no, oh, it's, we're in a pandemic and we can't deal with that right now. Yeah. And, and this is the nature of being in government, right? You get into power with uh, an agenda. You have your own agenda. You blame your troubles on the previous government. And in some cases, it's a perfectly valid criticism. It has the added advantage of being true. But after you've been in power for, well, we're approaching five years this summer, you start having your own baggage, your own issues, and the stuff that you thought Well, the way you talked in opposition was, we can solve this problem. You get in government and you discover with something like housing affordability or shortage of family doctors that it's a hell of a lot harder to solve than you let on when you were in opposition. Sure is. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye. Von Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Absolutely right. Of course, as always, there these are tough issues. But how will the Attorney General deal with them?